On episode 408 of Nintendo Switchcraft, ARMS shows us where to go, Classic Doom gets an update, and a reason to log in, plus your feedback on the next Smash character. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. This is Lloyd Hannison from beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and you're listening to the Nintendo Switchcraft Podcast. Welcome back to Switchcraft, everyone. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Chris N. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar, just like Chris does, by joining us over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. You can also leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. And I may even play it on the show. Uh, Before we get started, there's two things that I want to talk about. Three things that I want to talk about. Maybe three things in a lizard. Who knows? Uh, The first thing is every weekend, every Saturday in September, uh, I gave away uh, some eShop gift cards to uh, supporters. And we're going to keep that rolling and I don't know if I'm going to do it all of October or not, but we are doing another giveaway next week. The giveaway this week was won by Gazaraki. Uh, so supporter Gazaraki, thank you very much and congratulations on winning your uh, $5 eShop gift card. Next Saturday on the 5th, I will be giving away a $10 eShop gift card. And if you want to know more about how to join that giveaway, then head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. Secondly, at the end of the last episode, I kind of teased that I had like a big announcement. And for everybody who was already in the live chat, the, the regulars in the Twitch live chat, they already knew about this because I mentioned it the episode before after recording Uh, But we recently hit 1 million downloads of Switchcraft. So that means that somebody out there, uh, probably one guy, there's probably one dude or lady out there who's downloaded this show 1 million times. And to that person, I say, I'm just kidding. Uh, It's insane that we've hit a million downloads of Nintendo Switchcraft. And it's only been two and a half years. Uh, that's bananas to me. I can't believe that that has happened. And I just want to say, uh, thank you. I, it probably would have happened sooner, but when I switched, uh, podcasting hosts, like we lost a whole bunch of listeners, uh, who were listening on, um, certain, certain platforms. And for some reason, the RSS feed redirect the, did not follow through. So we lost a whole bunch of people. And so most of this year has been climbing our way back up to where we were before, because I think probably a lot of those people just figured I stopped doing the show. But I just want to say thank you to everyone who uh, who's downloaded the show or listened to the show or showed up to the live streams or supported the show in some way. You're all fantastic. And if it weren't for, you know, numbers like that, 
you know, I probably wouldn't have the confidence to try and do the other shows that that I'm doing. Like I'm, I wouldn't have had the confidence to do to start Stadia Cast and have that blow up the way that it's been blowing up. It's been doing really, really well. Not as good as Switchcraft, uh, but it has only been going for 26 weeks or something like that. So that's pretty insane. I wouldn't have the confidence to do a show like 143 Pixels, which I know that you guys really don't know much about, but is coming soon with quotes. I don't know when it's coming. I, I, I got to be honest. I'm not letting. I'm not going to release a single episode until I have two seasons worth of that show done because it is going to be released in seasons. And once that happens, uh, by next week, I should have season one complete. Uh, so we'll see how long it's going to take after that. But I'm really excited for that project. Anyway, you did not tune in to hear me talk about all this stuff. So I'm going to move on. We're going to talk about Nintendo stuff. Uh, but I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for downloading the show and listening to the show and coming to the live streams and watching me play video games and listening to me chat and sending in feedback, which most of today's episode will be about. Speaking of feedback, if you are watching live and uh, you have something about Nintendo news this week that you want to talk about, maybe a response to something that I said uh, earlier this week or maybe a news story that I didn't cover, then it's super easy to do. Be here for the live streams on Saturdays and join the Discord. And if you are a community member that I recognize as somebody who's often here and you want to talk about something and you join the Green Room channel, I will grab uh, you out of the Green Room channel and pull you into the live call and you'll be on the show to uh, tell us everything that you are thinking about. It might not be like right when you jump in. It might be later on in the show. So uh, if I'm currently talking about something, then I obviously won't uh, won't interrupt in order to grab you and pull you in. But let's let's move on and talk about some Nintendo news, and then we'll get to lots and lots of feedback. Uh, so first off, this is really weird. And if you've been listening to the show for a very long time, probably from the beginning, you know that I am a big fan of ARMS. Uh, ARMS is a wonderful fighting game, and it is my second favorite fighting game, second only to Smash Brothers. I think ARMS is a fantastic game, and I haven't played it in ages, just because I always have too much new stuff to play. In fact, I have a couple of games on my Switch right now that I need to... Uh, um, I got uh, a, a Rhyme Land and Fight and Rage, which, uh, oh, and Pete Platoon's Party. Like, these are all games that I need to do first looks of, and I just haven't had time. So uh, going back and playing ARMS is not likely to happen anytime soon. But uh, somebody found this weird, well, I don't want to say bug, because it seems like it's it's going, it's on purpose. But if you go to arms.nintendo.com, you are redirected. Uh, this comes to us via Go Nintendo. One of their readers sent in information about this. But if you go to arms.nintendo.com, uh, what will happen... So if you're watching the show right now, I'm going to type in arms.nintendo.com. And uh, let's let's hit enter. And it redirects you to one to switch Now, somebody might look at that and think, hold on a sec. Does that mean that Nintendo is unhappy with how arms did and i would i would probably answer that by saying nintendo probably is unhappy with how arms did 
but I think it's their own fault. They launched this game, which is uh, a, a brand new IP, and then they kind of sandwiched it between, and I, I'm doing this from memory, I can't remember exactly the order of release, but they sandwiched ARMS, this brand new IP, between the launch of Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And that destroyed ARMS chance of really catching on, in my opinion. I think it was a huge mistake that they made. Uh, and somebody might say, well, okay, ARMS didn't do as well as Nintendo wanted, so they're, they're done with it. And maybe that's why they are redirecting arms.nintendo.com to one to switch But let's try something else. Let's go to zelda.nintendo.com. And that redirects to one to switch as well. I just tried to show people on the YouTube video, but I messed that up. We'll try it again. Zelda.nintendo.com. And sure enough, takes you to one to switch Now, someone might look at this and say, all right, well, let, let's think about this for a second. Perhaps, perhaps Nintendo's really trying to push one to switch for some reason. I don't think that's true. I think that maybe they're doing some changes to the website and perhaps they decided that, I mean, one, two switch might be like, it, it's a number. So it comes first if you put things alphabetically, if you put numbers before the alphabet. Uh, so perhaps one, two switch is the first game that comes up when they're like, oh, we don't have a redirect for that. Because if I go to nintendo.com and type in arms let's see what happens uh it brings up arms and sure enough it takes me to the actual arms site so i think that maybe nintendo was just changing the way things are set up on their website this is not an indicator that nintendo is unhappy with how arms did overall although i'm sure that they are unhappy overall but i guarantee they're not unhappy with how zelda did overall when that game launched it had a higher than 100 percent attach rate people bought more copies of zelda than switches sold obviously that didn't, that didn't keep going uh but they're certainly not unhappy with how zelda did so i don't know what's going on there i think it's fine though there's no nothing to worry about i i i do wonder if we're ever going to get a sequel to arms i love that game and i would definitely buy a sequel but if it didn't catch on enough i can see why nintendo might write it off as all right we're done with this let's move on to something else that would make me sad because arms is fantastic and uh i feel like i want to play it again i don't have time to play it right now but i feel like i want to play it again so i'm curious are you are you if you're listening to this are you a fan of arms maybe you're somebody who bought a nintendo switch well after launch and you never played it in which case i don't know if the global test punch like the demo is still available but if it is you should try it out i feel like i owe it to you guys to to log in and see if you can still get a match in arms relatively quickly the last time i played you could no problem but that's been a long time so uh, i'm gonna try and do that sometime this weekend and uh, perhaps on monday's episode uh, I will be able to let you know whether or not ARMS is still easy to get in and get some matches because it's a fantastic 
Uh, it's a fantastic fighting game. Uh, Bowza13 in chat says that they never played ARMS. Jay Hartley 17 said, I played ARMS the other day. Jay Hartley 17, was it easy to get a match? See, maybe now no, we'll save some time. Lego Lawyer says, I played the test punch, but, test punch, but ARMS doesn't interest me. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be a game for everyone. It's certainly a game for me, though. I thought it was fantastic. All right. While we're waiting for Jay Harley 17 to let us know whether or not that was easy to get a match in arms most recently uh, when they played it the other day, I want to take a second and talk about uh, Mr. Iowata. His legacy is still affecting us today. Uh, if you don't know, if you're not somebody who's a diehard Nintendo fan, you might not know who Mr. Satoru Iwata is. Uh, he is the, or he was before he passed away, the uh, president of Nintendo, and he famously said at, at E3 one year, he pulled out his business card and he said, uh, my business card says president of Nintendo. My mind, and I'm probably butchering this, uh, but my mind says that I am a video game maker and my heart says that I am a gamer. And I always believed him when he said things like that. Mr. Iwata was an awesome dude. And the Dragon Quest XI developers, uh, they were recently uh, talking at a Dragon Quest XI-S live stream because the game launched yesterday. And they talked a little bit about Mr. Iwata. And uh, this is translated by Nintendo Soup. uh, But according to the developers, there was a time... Uh, where late uh, Nintendo president Satoru Iwata spoke to them about the Nintendo Switch way before it was uh, officially released in October 2016. And they didn't know that it was going to be called the Switch, but Iwata said that it was a game console that could be played at home and on the go. And before the game was officially announced in 2015, Iwata said, can you bring Dragon Quest XI to the Nintendo Switch? And that is why Square Enix decided to bring it. Mr. Iwata is the reason that Square Enix decided to bring Dragon Quest XI to the Nintendo Switch. And sure, it took them a really, really long time to fulfill that promise that they made to Mr. Iwata. But they eventually did. And I just think it's awesome. So uh, if you're looking for one more damn reason to thank that genius man... Uh, there, there you go. Dragon Quest XI would not be on the Nintendo Switch if he had not reached out and said, can you bring it to the NX, which was what they called, uh, the, they called the Nintendo Switch when it was, uh, when it was a, um, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? A code name. Before they announced what the, uh, what the Nintendo Switch was, it was called the NX in code name, kind of like the GameCube is uh, Project Dolphin. Was that Project Dolphin or Project Blue Ocean? I can't remember. But back but when it was just a concept, thank you, Ivan Rodriguez in chat. When it was just a concept, it was called the NX. And speaking of NX, you might not know, but I do have merch that you guys can get. And I made this shirt. It's not this shirt. I didn't, I didn't plan on talking about this, but I made a shirt uh, that is basically it's the NX shirt. And it just it's using Nintendo's font, and it has NX on there using the red and uh, blue like colors from the Joy Cons, which I'm holding up mine and my my Switch currently has the red and yellow on there. Uh, but if you are interested in checking that out, 
Uh, you can go to runjumpstomp.threadless.com or if you just go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you, you'll have all kinds of links of ways you can support the show. Uh, but the NX shirt that sometimes you'll see me wear in my videos and stuff, that's that's where it came from. It's because the Switch was originally called the NX. And now you know, and uh, you know, knowing's half the battle. Go Joe. Uh, Doom. I want to talk about Doom real quick, but first... Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to do this fast. Uh, Doom, we've got a new game update for Doom and Doom 2. It's now available. It fixes the audio, the lighting, and uh, performance improvements, which surprises me that there were performance problems on a, a game that old, but whatever. Uh, it also allows you to link your Slayers Club account. This is how you log into Doom. Remember that whole controversy, which I'll talk about in the in the feedback section. Uh but now there's actually a reason to link your account to your Bethesda account because now when Doom Eternal launches, you will get certain skins in the game by having these games. This is the whole reason why Doom had you log into your Bethesda account to begin with. Um, fine, cool, I don't really care. Um, but now you know the reason why they had you do that. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I've got um, some feedback from uh, lots of feedback from you guys, and we're gonna we're gonna do our best to make sure that I get this done in under thirty minutes. So stick around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My puppet body is ready. All right, we are back. And uh, let's take a look at feedback. We've got, uh, I'm going to start with this. Um, uh, Jeremy called in. I don't always play the calls that people call in, but Jeremy called in with a question, and uh, I decided to include it in today's episode. I won't always do that. Uh, sometimes I won't respond to what you said in your question, and maybe I'll just throw it in at the beginning of the show or the end of the show, uh, but keep those calls coming. And again, if you want to call into the show, uh, it is runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail. Sorry, I forgot the, the, the address there for a second. But let's hear what Jeremy has to say. Hey, Bill, this is your loyal listener, Jeremy, with a bit of a whistleblower moment for you. Uh, so you remember when you reported on the Doom and Doom 2 and Doom 3 ports? I do. Requiring a Bethesda.net sign-in? And yep. the company responded and said, oh, this was just to log in so we could give our loyal customers points for their Doom account or whatever. See? Uh, so this is in re directly in response to what I talked about before the break. Ever. Well, so I never really thought much of it, especially since they said that that was no longer going to be required. 
But then this afternoon, I was downloading Untitled Goose Game, and then I thought, you know, I'll fire up Doom 2 and play it, play it a bit while uh, the Goose Game was downloading. And after playing Doom for about 20 minutes, I noticed that the download of Goose Game was frozen, which only means that the Doom game is still communicating to Bethesda, and I'm still connected to the internet throughout playing. Why would they do this, and why would they hide it? Love to have your thoughts. Thank you. Bye. So thank you very much, Jeremy, for calling in. Um, I don't have an answer for why they would do it. I don't think that they're necessarily hiding it. Uh, they are saying, hey, you you are connecting to the Internet, um, and you can play the game without being connected to the Internet. But what I do want to know from Bethesda is what exactly are they doing online? Like what kind of information are they gathering? Uh, this this bothers me because we don't know what their objective is. Are they just... I, maybe they're going to say... Maybe in six months they'll be saying, hey, on the first month of uh, Doom, X number of zombies... Uh, not zombies. Of demons were killed uh, using the shotgun. Uh, and this many were killed using the BFG and that kind of thing. Uh, Doom players died on average 17 times per hour or something like that. Maybe they're gathering data like that. Uh, Or it might just be that once a game connects to the internet, even if it's no longer using that because it connects to verify your account, even if it's no longer using that data, maybe the Nintendo Switch doesn't let go of it. And so it stops your game from being downloaded. I don't know the answer to that, Jeremy, but thank you very much for calling in and letting me know about that. And if anybody out there has an answer, I would love to hear it. All right. I sent out a tweet uh, during last episode or actually two episodes ago. I said, here's a question for you. Who do you think is the final Fighters Pass character uh, in Smash Brothers on Nintendo Switch. Let me know, and I'll read it on the show. If you don't follow me on Twitter, you should. It is uh, at RunJumpStomp, and I got a whole bunch of answers. Lloyd Hannison, who I will be on his podcast directly following this podcast. Uh, we're going to be recording over at uh, twitch.tv slash TV, and uh, we will be talking all about Nintendo Pulse stuff. So make sure that you guys follow him. Uh, he tweeted at me, and he says... The Katamari Ball from Katamari Damacy. And, okay, I I see your troll. Thank you very much, Lloyd. You're hilarious. Uh, Jordan Williams says, I heard a rumor that it could be Lloyd Irving from Tales of Symphonia. I would absolutely love that pick. As somebody who's not played any of the Tales games, that's interesting to me, but I have no idea anything about that. So I, I almost like the idea that it's somebody who I have no experience with myself. Uh, Ivan Rodriguez says Geralt from The Witcher 3 uh, and uh, Donnie from uh, our at Play and Nintendo. He also does a, a Nintendo show, uh, which is called uh, Shack Life uh, is their Nintendo show. I think I could be wrong about that. He's got a lot of podcasts. Uh, he says Travis from from uh, the No More Heroes franchise. Frankenstein Gaming says Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Uh, let's see who, uh, Fisto says, I think if we think about other companies that Nintendo has connections to, we could see Tony, the tiger, Toucan Sam. Uh, and I said, I get what you're saying. 
but they've been pretty adamant that it has to be video game characters, in which case he then replied with Tony and friends from Kellogg Land. So I guess there actually is a Kellogg serial video game that I never played. Um, Joe Walker hopes that it's Gino. Julian Sharp tweeted me a, oh, a hideous picture of the goose from Untitled Goose Game with arms, and that's uh, very upsetting to look at. Uh, I got a whole bunch of other other uh, messages. Justin Vizina says, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Lee Chappie says, wouldn't it be surprised if it was another Pokemon to tie in, it, tie in with Sword and Shield? And that makes a lot of sense, too. Uh, but he said, I would like to see Wart from Super Mario Brothers 2. And I have to agree, I would love to see Wart from Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, or, you know, maybe Birdo. Uh, I would love to see some Super Mario Brothers 2 get a little more respect than it does. Uh, earlier this week, I complained a bunch about Mario Kart Tour. And some people sent me some tweets. Tanner uh, at All Games project said 100% agree with you about Mario Kart Tour played it during the beta and they haven't fixed any of my problems with it um Richard Mortlock says I'm quite enjoying the game I just wish the monthly fee was nearer to one pound instead of five pounds and the set to get Mario was five pounds instead of 20 pounds as I would like to support this game but not at those prices and I think that's a very good argument as well although I don't think that I think the whole idea of a subscription for that game is just bananas. Uh, I got an email from Fruzog. Fruzog says, uh, you are still having frame rate issues with Zelda, but you have also said installing the game on the system could fix this. So if you have a backup of your game, then you could uninstall it, uh, remove the SD card, and then reinstall it on the system. And that's true, I could. I just can't be bothered because the frame rate issues aren't that big of a deal to me. Uh, he also said, in regards to Pokemon version exclusives, you and your son can pick up duplicates and then trade them. Yeah, we've done that in other Pokemon games in the past. So with the exception of Legendaries, you would be able to collect most of them, including Surfetched, even if you aren't playing on Sword. And that's a good point as well. I also got an email from Nick. Nick says, I agree with you on loot boxes and other money-sucking stuff. Did you like the old days with no internet where you could, where you're just your cart and your game console? I worry that soon Switch will not have a card slot. Well, they're not going to take away your card slot. And uh, I do, th I do think that we will have all digital consoles sooner rather than later. I mean, we already have the Xbox One S all digital, or as I like to call it, as everyone likes to call it, the Xbox One sad. Um, so I do see that happening in the future and it's not going to be way in the future it's going to be the next console generation or the one after that i think that this one people aren't ready for it so even though most people go digital i think that the console makers will put a, a disk drive in there as an option next generation after that i think they're gone uh, but that's me uh, if that happens, I will retire from gaming. I think you should be able to pay for a game one and done. I want to thank you for spreading the word about what be, what might be the end of console gaming. Uh, Nick, I thank you for the email. I point you to StadiaCast where I think it's perfectly okay to have all digital stuff. Uh, even though I don't like the loot box stuff doesn't mean that I'm against all digital, but I understand your point of view as well. 
Uh, we got an email from James. I got to stop saying, ah, uh, at the beginning of sentences. It's driving me crazy. I got an email from James as well. They said, I want to talk about Mario Kart Tour after you recently discussed it on your show. The game isn't as fun as Mario Kart Deluxe on the Switch. It never will be. However, for a phone game, I think it's pretty fun. There are settings you can adjust, but generally, I'm able to steer the car and enjoy the game. Now let's talk about the pay model. I will probably never pay real money for the game. $5 a month for the minimal content is not worth it. I might consider it at $1. That's the second person to say that. Uh, $1 a month, though. The rubies to unlock new carts and drivers through a gotcha system are also not worth it. If Nintendo offered a bunch of permanently unlocked content for about $10 like Super Mario Run, I think I would do it. Time will tell if Nintendo's sales approach to this game will work. However, for now, I'm happy to enjoy a Mario Kart race on my phone for free for a few minutes here and there. And that's that's another good point. You can just play it for free if you want and never pay any money. I just think you're going to be at a disadvantage once the multiplayer comes out. And I just feel I feel dirty with that uh, monetization model. Uh, I, I got an email from Scott as well. They said, hey, Bill, you told us we were free to tell you if you're wrong. I'm always happy to be told that I'm wrong about stuff, but not on the topic you were talking about, talking about which I agreed. I'm not sure which topic he's talking about, but that's okay. The detail I wanted to bring up was your comment about corporations having a legal obligation to maximize shareholder profits. I actually got five emails about this, so I could not include them all. Uh, This is a common myth, often repeated around the internet podcasts and news stories, but it's just not true. Uh, It would be good to put an end to this old wives' tale, as many justifications and rants I've heard are based on this misconception. If the person realized it wasn't actually the case, it often changed the dialogue considerably. Uh, So they also gave us a bunch of uh, links to better inform ourselves, which I will be honest, I glanced over and I did not read in depth because I just did not have time. Uh, But now you know uh, that apparently I'm wrong. And guess what? I'm I'm wrong about a lot of stuff, so that's okay. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for downloading the show over a million times. That is insane to me. Uh, if you want to become part of the community, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And you can get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Uh, or you can re- reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the giant size team up network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you are looking for ways to support the show, Go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. You could have been anywhere, and you decided to be here. So stay awesome. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.